Should we talk about this later? So, what if we like do the intro no, and then Bert, get into? I mean, we're we're literally recording right now. Wait, you got to start. No, 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 no. We're just that was so bad. We're just, just, we're just, we're just gonna go with it. We're just gonna go with it. <laughs> okay, Bertie, tell everyone edit. how the snow was. Tell everyone how the snow and, was. All right, Happy New Year's, tailgaters. So basically, the snow. Um, I kind of feel like working from home has kind of ruined snow days because typically everyone would just be like outside playing because they can't get to work, but now everyone can work um, from home. So you're still working. But I just found out that my brother made me aware that down the street, there's a bar called Neighbors and everyone goes there on snow days and like hangs out and they're open and stuff. So once I don't have COVID, I will go to that. Um, but it, it snowed six inches. I tried to sled down a slope with my roommate, Sarah, and it went horribly. So some man laughed at us as I was trying to make a um, mountain and go down. So I felt like I was kind of acting like I was 12, but I am 24. So yeah. How was y'all snow? Did you not have any? No. <laughs> it rained. No. It was 32 degrees all day. It was miserable. Let's yeah, see another was- picture. It was 34 degrees in Dallas and it was too cold to do anything. So no snow, but you know, I got to go to work, which is cool, I guess. Here's my um, backyard. That's so cool. Thank you, Addison. I'm so proud of you, Birchie. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody, welcome to Homefield Tailgate. <laughs> What, do you have, what's up with y'all? Um, not too much this week. Just kind of got back into the groove of things. Um, you know, I think we all had a lot of fun in New Orleans. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later, I guess. Um, but yeah, just working, not getting COVID. That's about it. What about you, Addison? Well, it's been two weeks since we've been on here and since our listeners have heard from us. So a lot has happened in that two weeks. First, <laughs> first, we had Christmas. We had Christmas Eve. Um, we did our family tradition of shucking oysters and, uh, whatnot. And then we had Christmas and then three days after Christmas. So this is December 28th, 2021. That math checks out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at my house. Okay. I wake up at 5 a.m. Do you usually wake up at 5 a.m.? No. So no, and I was I was I was awoken, awakened, however you say it. Okay. By my roommate entering my room. Okay. And at this point in time, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so she's like, we have a problem. I'm like, what? Yeah, we have a problem. It's 5 a.m. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> That's not what the problem was, though. The problem was the toilet in the guest bathroom upstairs broke, busted. The acrylic or whatever toilets are made out of just collapsed. I have a picture of it. Is that water backup? I that this happened. No, that is not water backup. No, <laughs> water backup would have not been covered. And then the toilet exploded for Addison. The toilet just broke. This is not the toilet I use. Sure. Wow. I have my own toilet. I have the master bedroom. For those listening on the podcast, he is now showing us the broken toilet. 
that he's showing us his toilet. Yeah, it's exactly what everyone thought they would be seeing on a college sports podcast. Yeah, and that's why you all need to be watching the YouTube live. Um, now that broke sometime between the wee hours of midnight ish and 5 a.m. <laughs> um, and while that broke, water ran constantly, 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 and it went through the floor upstairs and downstairs through the ceiling. I'm now showing them a picture of my ceiling live. If you're listening to the podcast and you put your Christmas tree up with this wall right behind me tore out. So the whole downstairs, they're going to fix this wall, fix the ceiling. They're going to paint all downstairs. They're going to paint up the stairs and part of the upstairs because they have to blend the paint. Uh, The half stair, the bathroom downstairs is getting painted. One of the bathrooms upstairs, the bathroom that got damaged in it, it's getting painted. Um, they're going to redo the entire floors. I lost my floors. And they're going to do the stairs and the upstairs, uh, like landing at the top of the stairs, floor two. So I'm almost getting a home remodel at this point. Yeah, it's like extreme makeover. They estimate the damages, uh, just rough ball estimate. I don't have the actual estimate yet, but rough ball estimate. Um, approximately 16 grand. They want to keep it below okay. 20,000. Um, insurance is covering, obviously, minus my deductible. So that's good. But so I'm um, living in a. So, yeah, basically, oh, I think my audio is off. No, I can hear you. Oh, okay. We can hear you. So basically, yeah. today you've all learned about snow and broken toilets, and that Addison is remodeling his house um, on the sports podcast that that we all so much love. Also, just want to give a shout out to our four fans watching on uh, YouTube Live. You just tell us who who you are. Shout us out in the comments. Love to see. You'll be randomly kinda, selected I, to win a, a home field tailgate T-shirt. <laughs> yes, you might even be able to come on. So. Anyway. Wow, guys, the, the comments are blowing up right now. <laughs> you, you, the people that are not listening to this are going to be so jealous. Wow. Wow, yeah. I see all those comments coming in. All right. <laughs> How do I see the comments? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Addison hasn't heard of sarcasm before. But what about these games this week, guys? Yeah. That's pretty let's, sick. Let's <laughs> um, <laughs> Iowa versus Kentucky, yeah. Thomas. Yeah, I mean, the line was minus three, Kentucky. Kentucky won by three. Um, this game was very two similar teams that play good defense and like to run the ball. You can put it into terms of uh, Kentucky out Iowa at Iowa in this game, and I think that's a very well way of putting it. Um, the SEC team won. We didn't get a lot of wins this month uh, through the bowl season, but we got this one, so I'm proud of the SEC uh, defeating Iowa in this game. Yeah. Addison, what are you about you? Well, first of all, the SEC, yeah, was was awful in this Terrible. bowl season. Terrible. Um, it was kind of sad how, how the performance went. This was a great game. Uh, and it came down to the wire. And, Reception uh, to seal it. Yeah. Kentucky closed the deal. It was a really good game. Um, I had something to say. I enjoyed watching it. It was one of my favorite bowl games to watch. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you what mine is later. But first, let's talk about Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame, Addison. Also one of my favorite bowl games. 
This is um, awesome. Your bowl games, buddy. However, I thought Oklahoma State was going to win. You so never was, lost. Did you? Did you bet on Oklahoma State? No, I was kind of distracted a lot. Just travel and Urban. I was at New Orleans. Yeah. And I, was, and I was I was at the blackjack table a lot and I couldn't get my phone out. So um your what out? My phone. 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 <laughs> my phone. Yeah. How do you spell that? P H O N E. So phone. <laughs> just kidding. Yes. Yeah, now we're just messing with you, Addison. Did you win a lot of money? I came home wealthier than when I left town. That's good. I also, oh, huge news, huge news. I'm getting a little sidebar, a little off topic right now. Um, also won one of my fantasy football leagues. Congratulations. What'd you come in in our league? 12th. <laughs> but not, not last. 14th. <laughs> not 14th. Nope. Not 14th. Yep. Shout out to Trevor Godwin for uh, winning the fantasy football league. Congratulations. Um, second place doesn't matter because I don't care about him. But third place, Fisher, congratulations on winning third place. Will win second place for those not knowing. Oh, here's a funny tidbit. Here's a funny tidbit. In one in the fantasy group, we got one. Bailey winners came in second place. We played in the championship. I won. In the fantasy wow. football league, I lost. Bailey Winters came in 14th place. So he came in second place and last. That's tough. Wow. Bailey Winters will be going to a WNBA basketball game as um, being the 14th place. So we're really excited for him. Um, also, I think we need to take a time out and give a shout out to um, the Wilson sisters. Thomas, do you want to yeah. thank them for, for everything that yeah, they've well, done? The they, they've been really great sisters, but honestly, Birchie, Fallon's kind of mad at you because Me? like all you do is give Kathleen shout-outs oh, and you never Fallon, give Fallon a shout-out. I'm so sorry. So Fallon's shout kind of upset you. with Birchie right now. <laughs> but but <laughs> here's the thing is like Fallon doesn't really deserve a shout-out right now because Kathleen's car broke down on the way back to school yesterday. So oh, she's no. the one that should be getting all the <laughs> shout-outs, even though she doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh man, that's that's rough. <laughs> so take that with that what you rough. will, Birchie, but you're kind of in a lose lose situation right here. I am. Yeah. I really am. But shout out, shout out to Fallon. <laughs> and then also shout out to Fallon and Kathleen for getting Thomas a good microphone so everybody can hear him better than before. Because that's right. That was that was our biggest comment. Our biggest feedback was Thomas's audio stinks. So it's, it's true. My audio is terrible. Bettering our podcast. <clears throat> All right. Uh, we just went way off topic. Yeah, um, Notre Dame had this game kind of in control, and then Oklahoma State came back late and won. It was one of the more exciting games in college football during bowl season. Um, Addison never lost hope in Oklahoma State. I know that a lot of us didn't really watch a lot of this game because we were at. Um, the Sugar Bowl, which I guess we'll kind of talk about our experience in New Orleans, like before or after the Sugar Bowl here, next game or in a few games. But I mean, I watched the highlights and it was pretty exciting. So Oklahoma State gets the victory. Notre Dame hasn't won a bowl game since like 1999, which is pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, that's all I really have to say about this game. Um, Utah versus Ohio State, uh, the Rose Bowl. Um, Ohio State came out with the win. 
I'll be honest, I didn't watch it, but I do love the Rose Bowl. I think that's a great bowl game. Um, great daddy so of them all. Let the, yeah, let the boys uh, touch on that. It also lived up to the hype this year, and it was the it best did. bowl game of it the whole awesome. year. It was great. Very Utah plus four. Utah plus four was the bet of the year. We called it. Bet of the year, January 1st already. It's gone. You missed it. Um, what was crazy about this game is obviously like Ohio State is always going to have opt-outs in bowl games and they're not playing for a national championship because they have so many players every year that are going to the draft and their top two receivers decided not to play. And this, this dude who has an extremely interesting last name is Jackson Smith Najigba. I don't know how you say his name, but he like rocked it with a Rose Bowl record. 15 receptions, 347 yards, and three touchdowns to seal the game for the Ohio State. So it was an Ohio State record, wasn't it? Yeah. And a Rose Bowl record. It was super impressive. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. So what year is he talking Do you know? Sophomore. Stud. Yeah, he'll be back next year. I mean, he'll so reload. Why is why is your favorite bowl the Rose Bowl? Um, I, so I, my brothers and all, everything I say goes back so to something. I, uh, I, they went to the game and I didn't get to go. It was when Georgia played Oklahoma, I think, oh. uh, back when we were sophomores. And instead, y'all can cancel me for this right here. I took a hard class in winter intercession. My parents said you could go to the Rose Bowl or you can take your winter intercession class. But I thought I was going to get like fail the class if I didn't take it winter intercession. So yeah. I took the class instead of going to the Rose Bowl and I regret it to this day. So I took a class over going to a football game, which was dumb. That's something I've never done. But yeah, I, so applaud now you. I, I applaud you for being studious and proud of you, Birchie. That's awesome. And now look at you I in Nashville a. marketing expertise like if it wasn't for not you know taking that one intercession class you might not be where you are today so you're right don't I might it. not be a successful marketing person and have a great <laughs> song of the podcast so that's right that's um right. but yeah so yeah that wasn't really a great reasoning but they just said it was like one of the best days of their lives so um but well, hopefully they'll the, be able to that soon probably like one of the best games in college playoff like history like that game was awesome. I remember that game still. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we move on to the Sugar Bowl, Thomas? Yeah. Um, I mean, this game was over as soon as Matt Corral went down. Um, we were all there yeah. and um it kind of like took the air out of the stadium when you saw him go down, especially when he started getting on the cart and going to the locker room. And I mean, credit to Baylor. I mean, if Olmus has Matt Corral healthy throughout the entire game, like I still feel confident with Ole Miss winning, but they controlled the line of scrimmage the entire game. Like there wasn't a point in the game, especially on Baylor's defense versus the offense, where he would. <laughs> Y'all, we have somebody crouching down behind Addison's camera, and it's just too funny. Um, <laughs> there, <laughs> there wasn't a time in the game where Baylor's defensive line didn't control the line of scrimmage. And that's a recipe for disaster when you're going against that. So Baylor 
I mean, won this game off of defense. Their offense was kind of horrific, but whatever. Like, it, it's full season. We got to go to New Orleans. We had so much fun. It was great seeing the two of you. We got a picture. Um, we did. We're going to post we, it. Um, we yeah, already I mean, posted I, our story, but we're going to post it again. I spent a lot of time in New Orleans not mentally all there. And so I've decided not to uh, drink any more alcohol this month because <laughs> your mom is going to hear that. <laughs> I kind of went a little hard. So uh, I'm doing a dry January after the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, I thought it. <laughs> Go ahead, Addison. Oh, well, after this game, I was going to say something about my January and what I'm doing. Um, Bert, you say what you want about this game and then I'll talk after okay. you. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, there's there it the is. Um, yeah, it was, it was really fun. Uh, Addison Thomas and I, like we said in this podcast are all three college buddies. So all of our friends are together and, uh, Addison set up a fun dinner for all of us. Um, not just three of us, but like, there were like 17 of us on Friday night. So that was really fun. Um, it was just great to all be together and, and go out and, and see, run into old friends and stuff. So, um, had a great time. It was fun um ate some good food enjoyed bourbon street and uh hung out and the game yeah it was just kind of sad but the stadium i thought the stadium was really cool so it was, was really, really cool fun. and yeah. even though we lost we will never lose a party and all the Ole Miss fans were still out after that um and i think the one thing i did notice which i thought was kind of funny is in oxford mississippi they closed down the bars at like 12 sometimes 2 a.m no, I think it's just 12. I think it's just Saturday. one. I think it's just one o'clock now. Now it's one, one. o'clock. It's but one. like when we were in college, it was 12, I think. And so like it 12 was. o'clock, everybody's leaving. There's <laughs> there's Addison. Um, and, so, and so when you're like used to leaving at 12 o'clock, you start like leaving bars early just because you're like, all right, it's time to leave. Um, but, you know, Bourbon Street, everything's open all the time. So there was just like no sense of time because usually like all the Ole Miss kids, you kind of get forced to leave. So I just thought that was interesting because I was like out till three and I was like, I, this is crazy because the game ended and we were like all out at 12 and then, yeah. So that was just my take on that. Addison, take it away. Um. So first off with the game, awesome atmosphere going in, Um. you know, it's in the Superdome, historic stadium. The lights went out at the halftime of the Super Bowl between the Ravens and the 49ers. A lot of history in the stadium. Ole Miss had 70% roughly of the crowd. Oh, I'd say 45,000. Definitely. I'd say 40 to 45,000 fans there easily were Ole Miss fans. Baylor had a little tiny section, a little itty bitty uh, section. I know some of those like Baylor calling. people. They're annoying. Mm hmm. Um, and, well, rough start to the game. Matt Carroll throws an interception. But, need I remind you, on the first drive of the Sugar Bowl in 2016, Chad Kelly threw an interception. And then he balled out the rest of the game. So, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, this. I've seen this story <laughs> play out before. History repeating itself. Oh, wait. History's repeating itself. <laughs> History was not repeating itself. <laughs> not at all. Um, on second or third possession, Matt Carroll obviously gets hurt. Um, he rolls his ankle. He didn't play anymore. He could have. He should have. Some might say. Some. I don't know. We still don't really know what the injury is. We think it's just an ankle. But there hasn't been anything definitive yet. Um, 
However, so Ole Miss's defense really, if you really think about it, only held Baylor to one touchdown. Mm-hmm. There was a tip ball to line of scrimmage, which resulted in a pick six for Baylor. And then, oh, which Luke Altmaier, poor kid, wasn't his fault. Now, the second interception he threw, one of the most horrific interceptions I've ever seen in my life. I don't it was know pretty what bad. he was thinking, throwing this ball yeah. across the middle of the field. It was intercepted. Baylor got the ball back at like the 16. That's virtually two pick sixes. Yeah, it is. Virtually two pick sixes. And then Baylor had one play, the longest offensive play Ole Miss has given up all year, I think, for a touchdown. I could be wrong. You might want to fact check me there. But Baylor scored on that one play, that the one possession where they got an offensive touchdown, really. Um, Ole Miss had some chances. They had the pick six that they threw when they were they inside. tied it up the in the second half, too. Yep, so they had the pick six that threw. They were inside the Baylor's 10, so that's a 14-point swing in and of itself. And we missed two field goals. Okay, so we're up to uh, 20 points now. Swing. Yeah. Ole Miss should have 14 on the board. Can you – do you want to guess what the stat line was for Baylor's quarterback at the end of the game? Not good. Guess. He had like six completions. For Seven. like yeah, – for, for like 40 yards. Seven for 17, 40 yards, touchdown and interception. It was unreal. That's, that's absolutely horrific. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But Ole Miss really like, – oh, and Matt Corral's healthy. Ole Miss wins that game. I have a couple coworkers that went to Baylor, and they like to remind me about how Baylor won the football game every day. And I'm like, dude, congrats, man. Way to go. Like, how about that sugar bowl? I'm like, yep, it happened. Congratulations. At least we go to Ole Miss. So I'm like, dude, wow. You you go to Baylor, and you have a basketball team that's phenomenal. You have a football team with a great coach that has had three successful regimes under the last three coaches – and you still feel the need to be like, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm like, come on, like just win with some class, but whatever. I digress. <laughs> I'm a little sore about it, but it's okay. It happens. It happens. Listen, do you want to tell us about your January goals? Oh, yes. Real quick before we get to LSU Kansas State. So January, I'm not having any sugar. When I say okay. sugar, I'm having any like sweets, like heavy sweets. Like obviously, something I eat will probably have some sugar in it. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking a lot of water. I'm not having any sweets, any sugar. I'm detoxing. I haven't had a drink since I left New Orleans, which isn't that long ago. Um, no, it was like four days ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys are really doing well. <laughs> well Bertie, I want to hear what you know, happened after this weekend. So. I'm also I'm trying. To be I'm also not really today. eating bread though. Okay. Not really. I'm going to eat some bread. I'm going to have, like, a burger. Oh, I got a free – I signed up for a Zaxby's thing today, and I'm getting a free sandwich from Zaxby's. So, so I have to use that in, yeah, like, well, 15 days. You can't let that go to waste. Yeah. yeah. Oh, guys, we got yeah. an air fryer. Oh, that's good. Air oh, it's so sick. It's awesome. You need to put I mean, salmon in the air fryer. Easy okay, thing. all right. So we did do salmon on Monday, but we didn't put it in the air fryer. But we did put some sweet potatoes in the air fryer. That were really good. But salmon, it takes like 10 minutes. You don't even have to touch it. It's just like done. But I, I can put it in the oven and it does this. It, I don't yeah, touch it in the oven. To like, oh, it takes longer and it's. 
Okay, I'll, I'll try salmon in the, in the um, whatchamacallit, the air fryer. Air fryer. Yeah. Addison, did you have any other January things? Hmm. Butter, um, bread, sugar. I'm trying oh, like, to read I'm two I'm going to have a Roman pineapple juice at some point. So I'm going to have sugar, but I'm not having yeah. any sweets. I'm limiting it. That's good. My mom says that sugar is like a drug. And so if you just, if you stop eating it, like if you go cold turkey and stop eating it and then like you won't crave it as much after a few days. That's right. Works for me. I don't really crave like sweets unless it's like, unless I've been having it for a while. Yeah. So I ate a bunch of sweets in December and my sweet tooth right now tonight is it's on me. Did you get the, um, Virgie, did you get the uh, delivery from Addison and me today? No, because there's snow. Oh, okay. Is it chicken well, wings? It's coming. Oh, thank you. Uh, I don't know yeah, what it it's is, chicken wings. But... We, we definitely got you chicken wings. <laughs> I wish. I'm craving chicken wings, but there's six inches of snow outside. All right, guys, check it out. This is going to be a Virgie transition. Speaking of chicken wings, Kansas State versus LSU. <laughs> um, Addison, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of that? All right, Thomas and I told y'all, I don't know if you follow our Instagram or not, but this was a lock. This first was the lock of the year. And the lock so far. She made the graphic. The first six days, this has been the lock of the year. Kansas State minus seven. LSU took like 39 scholarship players. Um, no quarterbacks. They like, what? They had like 50 players dressed or something. The senior oh, wide receiver played quarterback. Oh, yeah. there goes Bershey. We pissed her off. eating my chicken noodle soup. <laughs> this was like – Kansas State minus seven, easy. <laughs> um, and they covered easy. LSU was yeah. low. Also, uh, their was that? Brian Kelly admitted to using a fake Southern accent. Admitted it during the game. Wow. We knew it. Addison called that. I Don't think everyone talking. called it. I think everyone. I, the video I have some. Hold called. on. There's a running back for Kansas State, Deshaun Vaughn. I think is his name. Sean Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Deuce Vaughn, who has been – he crushed it in this game. Our guy went for 146 yards, averaging seven yards a carry, and three touchdowns on the ground. I'm pretty sure he has Mississippi ties, if I remember correctly. Mississippi. Love a good Mississippi tie. Yeah, I'm pretty Um, sure he's got some sort of Mississippi ties. That's really cool. Uh, whatever. Neither one of I y'all digress. are from Mississippi. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just still cool. Like I went to school. Everybody in, in the state literally knows each other. It's so bizarre to me. I will not like I, I will never understand it. And I absolutely love it. Like people are like, oh, do you know somebody from Orlando? And I'm like, no. I don't even know people. I like know like five people from Tampa. You know? But then y'all are all like, oh, I went to Palm with somebody in Orlando, or like I dated some guy in Miami, you know, and I'm just like, how, how did you get there? You know, <sighs> it's so confusing to me. Well, here in Mississippi, Not- um, I heard this a few days ago, Christmas Eve, I heard it. Uh, you're always three questions away from a connection in Mississippi. That's how small the state is. There's only 2.9 million people here. So like, if you're how worth knowing, if it's someone worth knowing, you probably know them. Live in to, to an extent. 
within reason. Right. At 2.9 million. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. There's 21.48 million in Florida. And that was in 2019. California has 39.51 million. Texas well, how many, has 29 how many, million. How many votes is the, does Florida get for the electoral college? 21. Is that right? Alabama only has 4.9 million. Yep. That's only. True. Only. They're double. Louisiana, the 4.6 million. Well, that was. That was like, you know. Oh, now now they have 5.3 in Alabama. Ooh. That yeah. was 2021. Alabama's virtually double the size of Mississippi population was. Well, speaking I don't know who was in charge of it. I don't know who was in charge of it and made it happen, but whoever separated Mississippi into Mississippi and Alabama should have been hung on the courthouse square. <laughs> Right, they so still let's, did let's calm down. Let's, let's, let's calm down a little bit. Maybe one of us All right. Down. Speaking of the great state of Alabama versus Cincinnati, <laughs> um, 27 to 6, Alabama ran all over them, in my opinion. Um, I watched, I'll be honest with you, I was on the plane landing in to New Orleans uh, when this game started, and I watched the first, like, I don't, I think it took them like, first three minutes and they scored they just like would run the ball and keep going and then run the ball first down and then run the ball and then they scored but then I didn't watch any after that if I'm going to be honest um and overall I felt confident about Alabama winning that game I think we all did but excited for Cincinnati that they got to experience this um but I'm sorry that their dreams died Um, yeah, this ahead, game was actually, this was actually the first half a solid football game. Alabama scored at the end of the half, which kind of made you feel like they were going to take over in the second half, and they did. Um, Cincinnati drove down the field their first possession with a chance to score. Uh, they kicked a field goal, but I wish they would have got a touchdown. Um, but they played really solid football in the first half, and they competed. Even in the second half, um, they still competed. Uh, Cincinnati played Alabama better than Michigan played Georgia. That's completely true. I will Um, say, yeah, I thought Alabama was going to score more than uh, they did. So, yeah, something I found very interesting about this. Go ahead, Addison. I would say, if anyone, you know, there was always debate does Cincinnati belong? Cincinnati belong? They belonged. They belonged. Yeah, I agree 1000%. Like, whoever's every year in the playoff, there's at least one blowout. Every single year. And Cincinnati put up a respectable fight. Granted, they only scored six points. But, I mean, they did better than a lot of teams would. They did better than probably Baylor would have done or Oklahoma State or Ole Miss. Like, Cincinnati played Alabama as close as anyone would in the semifinal game. That's not Georgia. Yeah, I Um, agree. Something I found interesting about this game, specifically when it comes to Alabama's offense, is I mean, you look at how differently they did it. Like against Georgia, Bryce Young throws for what, 400 yards? I think he threw for 420 yards and three touchdowns. Okay. Their running back, Brian Robinson Jr., had 55 rushing yards. Against Cincinnati, Bryce Young, 181 yards rushing. Robinson, 204 yards on the ground. Um, This Bama offense is kind of playing great at the right time. I'm going to be really curious to see what the Georgia game looks like. I think it's going to be closer than the SEC championship. Um, but I mean, kudos to Cincinnati for sticking in it. Um, but I think everyone knew Alabama was going to win this game and probably cover. Yeah. 
Um, all right, should we move into Georgia versus yeah. Michigan? Virtue, take it away. This is your um, team. Yeah, the Bulldogs killed them. Um, not really, but pretty much. So yeah, they, yeah, they absolutely killed. Them. Yeah, I was actually sitting at dinner with our good friend Will Halma, trying to console him as. Don't forget a few pod, the last podcast we had, he said, um, or two pos- podcasts ago, he said, how bad is Virginia going to be embarrassed when Michigan beats Georgia? And I told him he's going to be embarrassed. And I was right. Um, I did try to pull him. I have photo evidence of me trying to hug him. And he was like, no, I, we're not going to be friends till 12 a.m. And then I texted him the next day and I said, hey, can we talk to me today? And he said, yeah, if you don't talk about the damn game. So <laughs> Will and I are now friends. Um, but yeah, Georgia played like Georgia should. Um, I was proud of them, excited for Michigan to make it that far. My, my parents and my brother actually ended up last minute going to the game. They said it was so much fun. Um, and it was good to see Georgia um, back like how they are. So uh, I feel, feel good about the dogs. I'm proud of them. Uh, I feel a little bit more hope uh, again. So, yeah. Addison? Um, yeah, Georgia dominated. Michigan is awful. And also, oh, my God, this kid that they sent to the Heisman ceremony. Hayden Hutchinson. I was about to talk about that. Yeah. Dude, Georgia made him their little bitch all night. <laughs> that dude sucks. <laughs> he could not get any pressure on the ball. Like whoever the left tackle is just absolutely annihilated him the entire game. Yeah. Well, they could have left him at home. He was the outcome. Awful. The outcome. Well, it was also, he was, he was Thomas. A lot of the game, he was lined up on the other side going against. Texas oh, he was. Right. Okay. Yeah. They had uh, the other guy for Michigan. Yeah. The other, the other end rusher. He was going up against the left tackle and he was beating himself. That dude's good. Okay. He should have been at the Heisman ceremony, not that. And the only reason the white boy had so much success this year is because they were focusing so much on the other guy. That dude's – he's trash. In Hutchinson, is he still projected to be taken first overall in the draft? Yeah, y'all didn't see that? Yeah, he's, he's projected to be the first overall pick in the draft. There's well, he him. sucks. It should be that. Who's the, the Oregon defensive line, like oh, Thibodeau or something? He's yeah, like, he's he has phenomenal. injury issues, though. He's glass. He does. He does. He's cracked glass. And then the offensive lineman for Alabama, what's his face? Starts with, the, I think it's something Wells. He's up there as well. Um, yeah. So, I don't really Will have much Anderson, to say. That Will Anderson? No, Will Anderson's a sophomore. He'll be back next year. Yeah, Will Anderson is a sophomore. I did not realize that. Not just yeah, he, he's he's gonna destroy everyone next year. It's gonna uh, okay. Anyways, I don't have. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Can we put money on him for the Heisman? Is there are there odds out? <laughs> I would honestly, I would throw to, I would throw a unit on there. I would also having I have something to admit. While this show has been going on, I live bet Ohio State Indiana. So I'm watching the game. That's why I'm in a different location tonight. Yeah, for those of y'all watching. Um, it was a three-point game, and now Indiana's winning by, like, nine points. And I love better Ohio State money line. Mm. Well, mm. you should double down. But the yeah. odds are even better now. <laughs> I don't have much to add about Michigan-UGA. I UGA kind of controlled the entire game. Uh, they had some 
actually pretty good quarterback play this week with um, Stenson Bennett. I'll be curious to see if it continues into Monday. Um, but yeah, I mean, Michigan just got kind of clobbered and now apparently Jim Harbaugh is looking at the NFL. I don't really buy it. I think he'll stay. They got most people coming back next year. Michigan should be back contending in the big 10, uh, but they'll just get crushed in the playoff if they make it back. <laughs> to an SEC team. <laughs> to an SEC team. Sorry. Right. Georgia, look, we can talk about national championship. I mean, I guess we're, we're there anyways. So we're, 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 we're almost there. The other games. Yeah. Um, I mean, these are the best two teams in the country. And there's, yeah, there's, there's absolutely 1000%. There. Yeah. There's not a close third. That's obvious at this point. Um, this, these are the best two teams in the country. They're in the national championship for a reason. Um, and it's going to be an exciting game. It's Monday. That's how many days from today? Four. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, four days away. Um, Georgia minus three. You're giving Nick Saban a chip on his shoulder, having an underdog. I've already. I've already. Uh, what, let's 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 you know pay the bills. Read our sponsors. Kind of talk about some stuff, and then we'll get into it. But you know we got to okay. pay the bills, Birchie. I don't know if we've told you all about Surge, but <laughs> Surge is a way to get money for your conversations. Um, and so you can go online at Surge.co. S U R je.co and sign up to be a creator today and get paid for your conversations it's a great way uh to educate yourself to meet new people to network and uh get paid for for what you know so sign up today all right Tom. um yeah so middle section kind of we're going to do some stories about you know, college football, whatnot. We already kind of talked about Addison's house flooding. We mentioned SEC Bowls game, SEC Bowl games this year. Very poor showing. Um, I mean, I still am blindly, you know, a believer that the SEC is obviously the best conference in college football, but going six and eight um, is pretty terrible in bowl season. Yeah, you have a lot of opt-outs and stuff. These games don't mean as much. To these no, they don't. As it used to. For sure. Um, so you can't. You can't base a conference off no, of that, especially you when you look at, especially like a game like LSU, LSU or Kansas State. Like, which team LSU is better? would have beaten which, the breaks. Yeah. Which program is better? LSU mm-hmm. is a better program than Kansas yeah. State. They're, I would even say, a six and six in the SEC West. They're a better team than Kansas State. Yep. They didn't have a quarterback. They didn't have a scholarship quarterback. They had 39 scholarship players. So, like, that loss, I mean, you know, I'd say the old, the Sugar Bowl injuries are part of the game. Matt Corral. But Matt Corral, he plays. Ole Miss wins that one. So they've already didn't flipped. It, didn't so even Mississippi State did. have a ton of opt-outs like prior to the game as well? No. Mississippi they State didn't. didn't? Oh, I thought they did they, on the defensive side of the ball. Okay. They are awful. I don't know. SC is still the best conference in football. It's, it's obvious. And that's kind of all I really have to say about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, I mean, even in, you know, top heavy, you can say top heavy or whatever. Who cares? It's no, it's top heavy, but still the, the, what the middle portion, not including Vanderbilt, is still really dang good. Look at what, look at what the SEC did in the regular season in the interconference. Yeah. That's an incredible, that's a better depiction, not including the playoff. Dominated. So, little fun fact for y'all. Uh, Tuesday was the 15th year anniversary of Nick's. They've been going to Alabama. 
And the only reason I want to mention that is just because I started thinking about like how different college football would be if Nick Saban never went to Alabama and he stayed at the NFL. You think about the coaches around the league that kind of came from his tree, Jimbo Fisher, Kirby Smart, Lane Kiffin, obviously, like how different would this sport be in terms of like defining success with a program and the coaches that are in the game right now, if Nick Saban never went to Alabama. It's insane. It'd be so yeah. different. Like would Mark, would have Mark Richt even got fired or do you think he would have retired at Georgia? Like, think about that. I think he would have retired at Georgia. Yeah, I think so too. You think he never gets fired if Nick Saban doesn't get hurt at Alabama? No, I don't think he does because Nick Saban like defined success and that's what people were trying to do. And you look at a team like Georgia, a school like Georgia, who has the potential to be on par with a program like Alabama. And if you're not winning national championships, you're getting to the SEC championship with the same assets that Alabama does, then you have to leave because you're not getting to the ceiling of your program. And still they're in the same situation. We'll see if they can break through and win on Monday. I I don't think I'd bet for that, but we'll see. I think we should talk about it. Yeah. All right. Everyone's gonna go down <laughs> and give their their pick, why they think who they want, who they are are thinks gonna win or betting on or whatever, and and why. Okay. Ladies oh. first. Oh, okay. Ladies first. This is your team. Right. Like this, this team is most yeah. It's most interesting for you. Like you have this is so personal. much Georgia in your family. Your mom went to Alabama. Like this is like, I don't know like how I would, yeah, continue. It's personal. Um, and, I, and I have two, two sides. You know, I love my mom. I love the state of Alabama. I grew I'm glad up glad you love your mom. That's good that you love your yeah. mom. So, you yeah. know, I'm going to be happy. Okay, I say that. But, you know, and as much as I love Alabama, I am, I'm pulling for Georgia. Um you know, I've, my dad, I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. My grandmother went to Georgia. Uh, both my brothers are diehard Georgia fans. Um, they've had a hotel room for seven months in Indy ready for this game. They felt like this was their year. Um, and they bought tickets and they are going to the game with my dad. Um, and first off, I need to give a shout out to um, Caroline Sanders, Y'all don't know her. She's one of my brother's friends and she works for Garden and Gun and wrote an incredible article called For the Love of the Dogs. Um, I highly recommend you go check it out. Um, and it just talks about being a Georgia fan and how- The link the hope, will be in the bio. Yeah, the hope, it's it's hard. Sometimes you get you, you get your heart broken and, and whatever. But my, my dad sent me an incredible article um, today from uh, Dawn of the Dog. And I kind of feel like that kind of summed up best about this game um I think the team wants this game the staff wants this game the fans want this game they want to win um and I think they were kind of going into the SEC championship a little bit differently um when you look at like coaches and stuff I think Georgia overall has the better defensive coordinator the better offensive line of course we love Matt Luke uh defensive line coach linebacker coach secondary coach special teams coach all of them are better I love Kirby Smart, but I know that that Nick Saban does take the cake on that. Um, but overall, um, I think all of those coaches have done a lot to shape Georgia's team. Our defense is better, we're better, and we're hungry, and we're ready to win. And I will genuinely be 
so sad. It's been the last national championship that they won was 1980. And I do believe this is their year to do this. And they, they want, they want it anyway. And so go dogs, baby. Are you going to start barking now? No. <laughs> uh, can, we post, can we post a graphic with you, of a picture of you in that quote? Which that one? Is George's year. George, this is yeah. – you sound like Will. This is the year. This, this is, is the year. year. Can, you the post, year. can you make a graphic with a picture of you in that quote and put it on Instagram? Perchie, yeah. I, I didn't disagree with anything you said. Um, there is one thing that you left out as far as who has the better what, um, and it's Nick Saban and it's Kirby Smart. I think – I just, I just that, talked about it. You know, but you never – you said that – you think the defensive line and offensive line is better. I, you may have said this, but Nick Saban's better coach than Kirby Smart. And yeah, I, I know that. That That is the sole reason why think... I, I want to pick out Alabama. Like, I've, I've seen this before. I've seen it too many times. I think Alabama's going to win. I think that the fact that you make them an underdog gives them the chip on the shoulder that they had going into the SEC championship. They think that they are the number one team in the company or in the country, and it pisses them off that they're not the favorite. Bama's going to come out with their hair on fire, as is Georgia. They both are. It's the national championship. But I think just Alabama's going to win. I'm going to take Alabama plus three. I've already taken Alabama plus three, and I'll probably take the over at 51 and a half. I like the over as well. And it's simple for me. Who has the better quarterback? Georgia Alabama. has Georgia has a walk-on Stetson guy. Bennett. His name is Stetson Bennett the third. I love him. Don't fourth. Do He's the fourth. Stetson he is the Bennett fourth. the fourth. It sounds like don't you, you, don't you put club. him? I'm a third. Don't you put him in there? He's the yeah. fourth. We don't want him. We don't want him in our come. Well, it sounds My like <laughs> he sounds like a kid that should be at the country club lounging out by the pool, not <laughs> playing quarterback in a national championship game. He. It's not as good as uh, Bryce Young. I'm gonna you, you give me Alabama in points and a better quarterback. Alabama plus three. I got burned on him already once this year. I'm not doing it again. You took Georgia in the championship. Yeah, Georgia uh, minus four. I took Alabama. Oh, I took Alabama plus six. I think. Yeah, I had uh, Wesley. Or before Wesley, before. thank you. My sisters got me this mic. You weren't in the stream earlier, but I'm very happy with it. Um. I will say I will be heartbroken for the state of Georgia, for my family, besides my mom. Will and you be happy for your mom? Yes, I'll be happy for okay. my mom. All right, it just good. won't feel the same. It won't be the same. <laughs> That's funny. Just another, another national championship for Alabama. It means more. <laughs> Emory, I'm going to apologize again for telling you to bet on Mac Jones, um, but yeah, I feel really good about a Heisman winning quarterback versus a quarterback that should still be in Juco. Oh, he's <laughs> – he even asked Dave, he's like, what, what is the podcast? Who, who do they want to win? He's, so, he's going to never listen to you all <laughs> It's okay. I'm already on the hot seat. It's whatever. Those are our thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Now, quick mention – College basketball. I haven't been watching a ton of college basketball this year. I've been watching a lot of SEC basketball. And unfortunately, the two best teams in the SEC right now 
in my opinion, are going to be Alabama and Auburn. Um, they actually play on the 11th after the national championship the next day. So I'm pretty excited to watch that. I think Auburn's probably better. Um, but yeah, that's really all I know about college basketball right now. I need to do some research before we start talking about it more. Addison? Well, the SEC is going to be pretty good in college basketball this year, um, for sure. Uh, very, very top-heavy, top six teams. Um, you, you know, LSU, Alabama, Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, Florida solid. Um, I'm leaving someone out. That's the very good. Mississippi State has a good team. Um, South Carolina is going to be decent. Uh, that That's going to be the top teams right there. I don't think I'm leaving anyone out. Um, I'll tell you this, obviously, I've watched more Ole Miss basketball than any other team. The under is a great bet for Ole Miss basketball. Um, as the season prolongs, these unders are going to continue to get lower, however, so they're going to be more difficult. But they're hitting a lot. Um, yeah. That's really, you know, like I said, we've been tied up with college football a lot, so I still am not into college basketball, but that will change. It will change. We're getting there. Is. Is I've started to get more, like I said, I'm watching a game right now. I've watched a little bit more. Um, Saturday, I'll watch a ton. I'll watch a ton of college basketball this Saturday uh, while I'm not watching the NFL. Obviously. The only thing is keep an eye on our, our graphics on Instagram because we don't really get spreads until that day of those games. Yeah. So if you want our advice, you'll need to check Instagram. You want our advice. You need our advice. We started off to. pretty hot on college basketball. Oh, dude, I'm I'm on fire. Honestly, so. I feel I feel good. Yeah. Um, Wesley has some questions, Addison. He wants okay. to know, in your opinion, what is a typical night had at Harris? What is Harris? <laughs> Where do we begin? First of all, <laughs> Harris. So after the game, um. We all oh, went to I've Harris. been there. You have you've been there, Birchie. Yeah, Birchie, you've been, you were there. You, you were, were there. there. I don't know if you were there, but you were there. I was there. I was there. <laughs> After the sugar bowl, everyone I mean I saw John Rice Plumley there. We'll get into yep. that in a second. We didn't want the hustle and bustle of Bourbon Street. We'd been on Bourbon Street all day. We'd we'd gone to Bourbon Street in the French Quarter the night before. We didn't want to go back. We just wanted to sit at the blackjack table and chill and went. Money. And All the boys wanted to. That's what we did. And the girls just kind of hung out, literally. Uh, some of the there's <laughs> there's one group of girls and one of our guy friends. Girls standing there watching. Well, there's uh, a group of girls and one of our guy friends. They just went and sat at the stock stock the slot machines for a while. And they just went and sat at the bar in the casino. And the girls were kind of just some of the other girls were just kind of walking around, looking over our shoulders, checking out the table. And we're sitting here, you know, hooping and hollering at the tables, uh, having a good time. It was like an Ole Miss reunion for our class. There were so many people there. And I would say we got there 12, 12 ish, maybe. Um, well, I walked out of Harris like 345 sometime. Uh, when I left, I counted my buddy next to me. Uh, he had a ton of chips, a ton of chips. I won't say how much he'd had that point but a lot ended up losing a lot after i left um he didn't leave until like 6 a.m so and there were a lot of people there still when i left but i was exhausted 
And I was I was ready. Like I had one money. I didn't want you know. You got to know when to quit. I was like, I'm gonna quit yeah. while I'm ahead. You, I'm done. You got to know when to walk away. Know when to run. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. That's right. So that's a typical night, um, Wesley. And we also, um, John Rice Plumley. Uh, he wants to know how devastated we are that he's uh, entering the transfer portal. Evidently, he's going to go to UCF. Um, so good for him. Congratulations, Wait, who this? Wesley. I, so, Bertie, you want to start? Apparently, you saw him. Yeah, I saw him at Harris, um, or whatever it's called. I didn't say anything, so I'm like. His birthday was the next day from what I saw on Instagram and like, let him live his life. He's, he's in college, like whatever, but yeah, he was there and you see, I mean, Florida's fun, but like, what? That's not like, that's not confirmed yet. That's just, that's just the rumor. And it it makes sense. If you look at the offensive scheme that Gus Nelson runs, it'd be really similar to like 2014, Nick Marshall. At Auburn, like that's kind of what I envision Gus Melzon doing. Seems uh, like with John Rice. that's kind of guy to me. Anyway, what is a what's a prototypical UCF guy? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Like, Can you have a prototypical guy at a school that size? It is like what? It's like fifty-five thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're getting Zach Evans. Yeah, that's right. That's a big deal. That's awesome. Now we just need a quarterback. Fisher, please help us. What is wrong with Luke Altmaier? Kid's a stud. I think that he has flashes. He should flashes. Like, there was a drive. Actually, at the beginning of the second half, he went, like, six for six, 106 yards, a score. Like, he played well. Um, I just don't know if he's ready. You know, like, maybe the first six games, he can kind of grow into that. Um, but um, – Ole Miss has an easy we'll schedule see. to start. They should – they can yeah. – their hardest, game is, their hardest game is Kentucky at home, which is still a toss-up. Um, but having it at home is much better than having it away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you to our loyal fans for listening. Um, y'all know what to do. Follow us on Instagram at homefield underscore tailgate for our latest posts, our stories. <laughs> Uh, follow us on Twitter at HFD underscore official. Um, and don't forget to follow us and subscribe on Spotify so you can be notified about our new episodes every Thursday. And, um, and you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We we have a lot of YouTube channel subscribers. Coming so out with more content soon. Going to have some YouTube shorts with college yeah. basketball lines. Virtue's awesome. going to have some graphics on there and some, some pics you should do. It's going to be great, really. We're evolving, guys. We're evolving for you, not for us. Exactly. Thanks. You have to stop recording it. <laughs> oh, do I have to stop recording it? Yes. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs>